poets and intellectuals of this time, the innovative minds, the intelligentsia, those that are breaking down the barriers and choosing a bohemian existence, escaping from dreary suburban ideals and materialistic death traps. Where are these engaging people? The risk takers, the revolutionaries, those living apart from this big unrest, those escaping the sterility of corporate junkies who get high on materialistic consumption. Welcome to the Bohemian Beat. We will journey beyond the horizon and find the artists living on the edge, going down into the murky waters of their very existence, where these brave souls have re-emerged with art that is challenging, original and brutal. You have tuned into The Bohemian Beat. I'm Riddy, with you for another poetically packed hour. And let's ease in with some music. First I was a hatchling Waiting for my little bones to form Oh no Next I was a fledgling Leaping from the nest despite the fall Oh they fall, how we fall But if I speak to you of days upon the ocean I can speak to you of memories and dust There won't be time for I know there won't be time for all of us I landed in the garden Longing for the view behind the fence Oh my God I prayed my bones weren't brittle For the air we float on can feel dense All the weight, oh it aches But if I speak to you of days upon the ocean Then I can speak to you of memories and dust There won't be time for all of us I know there won't be time for all of us And I found no sense or gain to bear the cost Comfort comes to those with faith in mysterious ways But for me, faith don't make up for what we lost And if I speak to you of days upon the ocean Then I can speak to you of memories and dust There won't be time for all of us I know there won't be time for all of us But in the morning I can smell you on my pillow I need to know we won't get wrung out in the wash I need to know there's time for us I must believe there's time for some of us For some of us
to And I found no sense or gain to bear the cost And comfort comes to those with faith in mysterious ways But for me, faith don't make up for what we lost And that was Josh Pike with Memories and Dust Today we will start with a listener request. Ron from Bega has requested a poem by Dylan Thomas called Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night. Dylan Thomas, who lived between 1914 and 1953, was a Welsh poet who wrote some of the most stirring, passionate and eloquent verse in modern literature. From the publication of his first book, 18 Poems, in 1934, critics recognised him as a brilliant and original poet. The volume bewildered and fascinated readers with his extraordinary verbal and musical energy and with its exploration of emotional extremes. Among his best-known poems are Fern Hill, published in 1946, and Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night, published in 1952. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day Rage, rage against the dying of the light Though wise men at their end know dark is right Because their words had forked no lightning They do not go gentle into that good night Good men the last wave by crying how bright their frail deeds might have danced in a green bay Rage, rage against the dying of the light Wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight And learned too late they grieved it on its way Do not go gentle into that good night Grave men near death who see with blinding sight Blind eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay Rage, rage against the dying of the light And you, my father, there on the sad height Curse, bless me now with your fierce tears, I pray Do not go gentle into that good night Rage, rage against the dying of the light.
Robot Monkey Orchestra with And Death Shall Have No Dominion from their Dylan Thomas-inspired album, The Map of Love. And before that, Dylan Thomas reading his poem, Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Night. You are listening to The Bohemian Beat, a show about poetry. I would now like to welcome back our guest, a mere pace to the Bohemian Beat, composer and poet, singer-songwriter and producer, living in the Northern Rivers region of New South Wales. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Thanks for welcoming me. Thank you for coming on the show again. It's just amazing. Now, over the years, we have been lucky enough to enjoy your music and poetry and your latest book of poetry, 50 Gates of Bina, 
and your new CD of songs, Sat Song, are your latest postcards from this journey. Uh, Amir, what was the inspiration behind these latest gems from your treasure trove? Well, to, to be honest, uh, these were gifts I wanted to gift myself for my 50th year on the planet. So uh, there is this uh, term from the Kabbalah tradition, which is called 50 Gates of Bina. And so it's, I, uh, I wrote and collected uh, poems that have been um, indicators of gates in my own journey. And uh, I put them together into a book, and I call that 50 Gates of Bina. Um, Bina means uh, understanding, it's, but it's not only understanding, it's the attempt to try and articulate out of this uh, genius spark of creation something that will uh, try and make sense of it, try and make order in what seemingly um, is mysterious. And so um, those, those poems, this collection of poems are profound moments, defining moments for me in my life. And um, that, uh, that I, I believe that they are connected to our universal journey here as human beings and as uh, evolving consciousnesses, forms of consciousness. And uh, satsong, which is a collection of songs, uh, it's songs of love, truth, and freedom. And these are some of the songs there are, are been, have been with me for a long time. Some has been uh, composed in recent years here in the, in the beautiful Shire that we are living in. And so um, for satsang is a play of words between satsang, which is in Sanskrit being in truth, and song, which is a beautiful form of communicating wisdom and truth and healing. And um, so that's why I call it satsang. Um, yeah, it's been a lovely journey to create those. And um, But what do you actually mean by the gates? Can you tell us a little bit about that concept? Well, I believe, um, according to my... I've been five, five decades here on this planet, you know, and in, in this body. And, uh, and for me, every moment um, is a gateway. Every moment... It, it's like life is mysterious. We are coming into this world... Um, and it takes us some years to articulate a worldview, which is conditioned by our culture and by uh, our education and by our, our upbringing and by our own experiences. And so a gate for me is any opening that allows whatever is known to be free from knowing it. It is meaning that the next, the step that I'm in right now is free to be experienced in anew. So it's kind of like walking forward without your sort of sense of history or, or, or what has determined your, your view yes. of the world, if we think about how we actually relate to the world through, through words. Exactly, and th that's the walking forward part, but there is also a, a, a walking backward part, uh, meaning the way I'm looking at my past and my own upbringing and conditioning and culture and all that, that is also free. 
So it is very, uh, it is, for me, it is essential to look at a gate as an opening for passing through. And it is very interesting because in Hebrew, the word Hebrew, Ivri, is the one who can pass, over, the one who can pass from what has passed, Meha'avar, to that which is beyond, to that which is Me'ever. And that all is condensed, all those meanings are condensed, condensed in this one word, which literally means Hebrew. And for me, this is a great gift because it's like a key that I was given in my own life story, in my own history, in my own private mythology. This is a key I was given to sort of open up the chest of treasures of this lifetime and, and allow myself to be exposed to the freedom that life uh, can, can offer. And uh, so a gate, sorry, so a gate, just to finish that line of thought, a gateway is any moment that we are in that allows us to pass freely to the moment that is coming. Next, this is the world that is coming towards us. Haolam haba. Interesting, interesting. So you have a poem you'd like to share? Oh, I'd love to share a poem. <laughs> okay, this poem is called Ken. Ken as in I can do, Ken. But also Ken means literally in Hebrew, yes. And so some of those poems were written in English. Some of them were written in Hebrew. Some of them were born bilingual. This one was originally written in English. Can you stand, sit, walk, and be comfortable with being uncomfortable? Nothing is wrong with me if I'm sick, if a limb is missing, if I'm not in the front. The love I love tells me you are perfect as you are when you recognize this love of self. As life is filling the mystery of God, allowing it to be as mysterious as it is. The beggar came to my door and stood quiet, his bowl empty and his eyes full of substance that filled my empty heart. Take my humble offering and know you are richer than the emperor himself. The beggar's bowl is filled and my heart is instantly flooded with unquestionable clarity. There is no gate that I cannot pass through when it appears before me. There is no gate that I cannot pass through when it appears before me. Well, I think we can all do with some more clarity. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to go to one of the tracks called Everywhere, Everyone. Did you want to say a couple of words about that? Well, this was uh, actually written um, recognizing it, was, it wasn't an easy situation. Um, at the time, I was with my family in Costa Rica. And it was interesting that we were in a situation where whatever we were promised by the people we were hosted by, 
was betrayed by them. So that sort of brought me to a place within me where I could see that in no way can I point a finger at somebody else without seeing whatever it is that bothers me within me first. So everywhere one goes, one can see oneself in everyone one knows. Makes perfect sense. There is no one else. song you set me free you are quiet spacious sky come and sing a lullaby will you dream into this world crystal threads of pearls and gold grace and beauty that are told we can share yet cannot hold Everywhere one goes one can see oneself in everyone one knows makes perfect sense Everywhere one goes one can meet oneself in everyone one knows there is no one else Universe is born single breath inhale life exhale death none to try none to achieve all is given all received come and ride a dragonfly greatest visions in our eyes we are quiet spacious sky I am you and you are I Everywhere one goes One can see oneself In everyone one knows Makes perfect sense Everywhere one goes One can meet oneself In everyone one knows There is no one else Everywhere one goes One can see oneself In everyone one knows Makes Perfect sense everywhere one goes one can meet oneself in everyone one knows there is no one die 
keep oneself in everyone one knows there is no one else everywhere one goes one can see oneself in everyone one knows makes perfect sense everywhere one goes one can meet oneself in everyone one knows there is no one else everywhere one goes one can see oneself in everyone one knows makes perfect sense everywhere one goes one can meet oneself in everyone one knows there is no one Speaking with our guest, Amir Pace, composer and poet. Amir, we just heard everywhere and everyone. <laughs> yep. From your new album, Sat Song. Amir, I wanted to talk a little bit about the relationship between the, the different styles of your, your musical form because you, you really sort of move between the sort of ancient and contemporary music. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting because, you know, Hebrew for me is Hebrew is my mother tongue. I I grew up in Israel, um, so although I was from a very young age uh, very curious about the the world, and about different cultures, I draw a lot uh, from the well of Hebrew, and so there is a very interesting word in Hebrew which called which is called kedem, or kadmon. It means literally both. The root means literally both ancient and progressive. So this is a very interesting concept where one root relates to both sort of the ancient past and what is yet to come. Uh, it, is a, it is interesting because those two edges of the time flow, those two ends of time flow, what passed and what will come, are enver enveloped in this moment. They are both existing in the same world as they are existing now here. So for me always to, seem to grow up in the land of Israel, which has all these biblical connotations to historical places and to an, an ancient culture, the root language, Hebrew is a root language like Sanskrit. Um, these are things that uh, informed my curiosity. Um, the same will go for when I, w with, our, with a group of friends, when we started Sheva, the Hebrew-Arab band with which I came to Australia, we were interested in how contemporary beats and contemporary arrangements can work with ancient instruments, instruments that were played in the temple in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. And those uh, sort of the collaboration between past and future 
is something that I always found interesting because I, in my belief systems, in my belief system, we are bridges. We are, as human beings, with our ability, with our capacities, we are bridges between different cultures, the cultures we are exposed to. We are bridges between different people, the people we know. We are bridges between the, our past and our future. Um, there is a, for me, there is always a, a very interesting mystery, a very curious mystery. How do we connect with our ancestry and what do we inherit from our ancestry? How do we pass on mm. the wisdom and the love and the knowledge that we are being exposed to in our lifetimes? How do we pass it on to future generations? And so this is a, it's a, it's a constant play and mm. a constant dance between the ancient and the contemporary. Yeah, which is interesting because you're, you're trying to bridge that, whereas a lot of uh, movements, like literary movements in the past, like um, Dadism and modernism in a sense, were really kind of disconnecting from their past, disconnecting from their language structures to sort of move in, into new arenas. And some of the really interesting poets were ones who kind of bridged, but then you had other poets who really just took on this new form and completely rejected old forms. I find it very interesting uh, for me in my life. I made uh, I migrated from the Middle East. I migrated to Australia. Uh, there is a big uh, physical distance, geographical distance between Australia and Israel. Yet, I find that disengaging from my ancestry is not in any way freeing. I think that it can be actually detrimental to not know where I come from. Although I am existing right now, present like anyone else, and the past is an illusion and the future is an illusion, and we are only here right now as we, you know, as we all experience. This is how we live. We live in the moment. Although it is true, I think that the healing that we need to do in this lifetime, that we are requested to do by life itself, the fact that we are all traumatized as human beings on this planet at this time, this fact actually informs us of the healing that we need to do. This healing will come only by connection and not by disconnection. So I believe that we need to be very discerning with what we are disengaging, with what we are disconnecting, and what do we want to connect with. I believe that it is very important for me to be connected with my roots, not only as someone who grew up in Israel and having this accent when I speak English, but also with my roots as a human being on this planet. What does it mean? And I think that those questions, just by asking them, are already creating a space for awareness to grow and for healing to occur. Yeah, that's that's really that that's true. That that is it's all about creating that space, isn't it? Posing the question and creating the space for the answer. Because if you you've got your questions and you're all sort of tense about it, you're not actually creating that that mind space in order to 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 allow that to come through. Now you have another poem you'd like to share. Oh yeah. This is called "Love Is Freedom." Love am I, oh, 
how final form is. Take my hair away, my smooth tight skin, my eyesight, my hearing, the senses withdraw. What is left but the love I am made of? The love which knows me to be the love that alone can be known. The love which knows me to be the love that alone can be known. Strip all that is external, gender, character, image, importance. Take it all, and all that's left is the desire for freedom. Take desire away, and what is left is freedom, the way in which love truly loves. Is freedom the way in which love truly loves? The beast of emotion and mechanics of thought have tried to cage me. Who am I? whispered the scream of the unnameable and yet to be formed. I heard and disappeared like a prey in the mouth of the predator. Like a prey in the mouth of the predator. Don't look to what you already know. Look to what is unknown, as if the waters are streaming down the mountain yet to be discovered. The sculpting forces of the incarnating soul are doing their holy work. I am requested to recognize what is unseen to the naked eye. Acknowledge the naked truth and sing in all corners of the empire. Can you see? that we are all naked before the eyes of love? Can you see that we are all naked before the eyes of love? It is your praise I was born for you And I live as you will My time and place Where do I come from? Where do I go? The source of all being Beyond all that's known Baruch Atado Alone in this 
quiet space So blessed to chant Baruch Adonai J.R.A.M.A. J.J.R.A.M. Eloheinu Melech HaOlam J.R.A.M.A. J.J.R.A.M. Baruch Adonai J.R.A.M.A. Produced at Bay FM and Byron Bay and heard nationally across the community radio network. And we just heard Blessed to Chant from Amir Pace's beautiful CD called A Sat Song. Now, Amir, can you tell us a little bit about um, the Kabbalah and the Tree of Life and how that sort of relates to the gates? Well, big question. Yeah, it is a big question. <laughs> Kabbalah is a, is, a, is a huge term and there are... You know, a lot of libraries filled with many, many, many books and a lot of volume of words written on the subject. Kabbalah literally means in Hebrew receiving or accepting. And uh, it is the art of, it is basically um, the art of living. That's the science of Kabbalah is aimed uh, at the human consciousness to recognize its source. Uh, basically, it's divine source. And like many other modalities, the modality of Kabbalah is pointing at the fact that the seemingly separated world we perceive and live in is actually a wholeness. 
it is a oneness. So all modalities and all, all, you know, all religions are aiming at that recognition of the human consciousness of its one source. And regardless of the duality between good and bad and, and uh, male, female, whatever duality there is in this world, those dualities, those expression of duality are all part of a wholeness, of a oneness. And that's the essence of Kabbalah. That's what it tells uh, the human consciousness to accept and receive. In this manner, from this point of view, the world is a friendly place. Then every challenge as well is in service of that. So everything that happens in our life is in service of that. And so every gate we are faced by is in service of that passing, of that movement uh, between what is seemingly separated to that which is one. Now, the tree of life, which is one of the essential symbols of Kabbalah, is, a, is a, the way of emanation from the infinite source to the manifested world. Now, it is important to know and to acknowledge the fact that the map is not the territory, meaning the tree of life is a map, but it's not, on, but it's not the territory, meaning we have to recognize all those different elements of the tree of life, we have to recognize it in our own bodies, in our own experience, life experience, not only our life story, but also our own bodily experience, somatically. The, the, the roots of the tree are, are the roots of our brain, you know, and, and, and the limbs are our hands and our, and our, our feet. Mm. And so in this way, uh, we can look at, uh, in this way, the, the studying Kabbalah is, is, uh, n- is not different. It's just a different mon- modality of self-inquiry. And um, what I l- love about it is that it informs me of my own experience in somatically. And that is beautiful because like somatic experiencing, for example, it, uh, and by the way, my wife, Nirupa, she's studying somatic. Hi, Nirupa. <laughs> she's studying <laughs> somatic experiencing now, and I've been so inspired by it. I'm going to study that myself. I'm I'm so inspired by it because it takes everything mental and intellectual, and it brings it home. It brings it to the felt sense. It brings it very, very, very close in this moment. Exactly, what are the sensations that are happening right now? So it kind of brings that idea or that divide between the mind and the body, because the mind and the body is actually one. You can't separate one from the other. And sure, we can develop the witness where we develop more of that objectivity, but this whole idea where we, we, we do, we separate the mind from the body. Exactly. That's exactly the point. And that's where, uh, that's the whole point of seeing the, se- the, separa- the separation world as the separation is an illusion. It is not real. It is true that oneness is expressed in many different ways, but the variety, the, numer- the, the, the numerous variations of how the oneness expresses itself, our life expresses itself, is not, it, it is not real. The separation is not real. We are all interconnected and connected within and without. We are open systems. 
and this is a, the, the oneness between body and mind, seeing it as a unit, this is in a way, it's cutting edge. It's, it makes so much sense. It's almost common sense. How didn't we think about it before? So but, obvious. Yeah, exactly. So obvious. And, uh, but this obviousness has to be acknowledged mm. with awareness and, and consciousness. And you need to have a certain level of sensitivity, actually, within your body framework to, to even comprehend that. That's right. And would that's a like skill that we develop. Exactly. Yeah. Would you like to read another poem? Oh, I would love to. <laughs> Philosophy, so, yeah. spirituality, poetry, Well, music. what to do? These are the building blocks of my life. Um, so this one is called The Inner Authority for the Nomad. Who is the authority telling you who you are? Are you in tune? Are you connected? Are you beautiful? Who can take your karma and clean your plate? Tell me you can heal my ego and I will know your its reflection manifested wound. Stench or perfume, it will not make a difference. The capacity to know information is serving only when the capacity to let go of it grows. To say, I don't know, is not satisfying for the mystery. To know, I don't know, is the guiding light. We are amidst 10,000 waves, the snowstorm in the middle of the desert, the sandstorm in the middle of the sea. I am the shifting sands, the oasis itself, the crack in the rock through which water springs forth to water pilgrims and camels. Spirit is in all, but it speaks with our most progressive. The rest is left for the vultures and worms. Spirit is in all, but it speaks with our most progressive. The rest is left for the vultures and worms. True gardeners do not push the plant to grow. They care for its ecology, making sure the environment is healthy and supportive of its growth. Everything that happens calls me to awaken and remind we are made of love we are made of love body's made of clay body's made of mud get wet in the rain get washed in the flood body's carried in the river stream like turning clothes in a washing machine Bodies climb, it is high, bodies fall, it is down When we're out all day, we get burned in the sun And oh, how we are one How we are Everything that happens calls me To awaken and remind We are made of love We are 
with his beautiful CD, Sat Song, and we just heard Made of Love. And we've been listening to poems from his amazing book, 50 Gates of Bina. Whoever is interested can find me on uh, amirpais.com, A-M-I-R-P-A-I-S-S.com, or on Facebook, just put my name in and uh, send me a message. Well, we are coming to the end of the hour, so we're going to end with another track from the album Sat Song called River Into Ocean. Did you want to say a couple of words about that? Well, um, when, uh, when Mike, uh, Mike Stavro, the, the, the magic man who mixed the album, when he asked me before uh, he mixed this song, he asked me what do I want to tell him about this song, I told him that if everything if all that's left of me is one thing that my children can be connected with then i would choose this song to be sort of my legacy and uh, obviously not my legacy but but it it con- this song contains what i would like my children to um to know about themselves 
Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Bohemian Beat. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show again and just being part of this incredibly creative journey that you've been on since since uh, I met you what, about eight years ago or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much, really. It's always a pleasure to be here. song 